Fuck, man. Uh, thank you again for doing this. Thanks yes. for having me. Thank this you. Is, I this, was so excited to be asked to do it. It's still rewinding on the TV. It's still rewinding right yeah. now because we're going to tell everybody, we're going to inform them the adventure it took to get this film. Everybody, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. I'm Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hello, everyone. It is 1 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Hell yeah. And uh, you guys will be listening to this Monday or whenever. And... Um, <laughs> We've got a very special guest today. He is our dear, dear friend and somebody who Keller and I think is one of the funniest guys we know. Easily. Has great uh, insight into movies, period. Oh. Like we've watched, we've hung out and watched movies yeah, together, that's right. right? So yeah, like yeah, yeah. we've had great conversations yeah. and I feel like Keller, back me up on this, when we were living <laughs> at that old house, um, we would talk about how like we like having discussions about movies with Jake. He's oh yeah. A good, he's like a good oh, movie thank you. guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, that was a pretty crummy intro, but no. Jake Jabor is our guest today. <laughs> no, that was a great Everybody. intro. That's the that best intro really I've ever Jake gotten. Jabor, oh, my and, God. Yeah. Uh, comedian, writer, improviser. Thank you. Um, teacher. 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 Yes. Um, and uh, someone who we've seen naked on stage. Yes. 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 <laughs> just you two. One of the just, highlights of my life. <laughs> a great I did show. a one-man show, Jake, and I just get invited. up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an impromptu <laughs> yeah. one-man show. Yeah. You know, because at our old house, we had that little stage space. So oh, like, yeah, Jake, yeah. get over there. Take your clothes off. Do comedy. Yeah. And he uh, obliged. Yeah. We did flesh before we knew it was flesh. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, we were talking about this before we started. Jake was somebody who, when we knew we had to book somebody for this film, knowing, little, knowing the little that we knew we about knew this movie. We knew nothing about this film. Other than like the subject matter, kind of. And because it was so... I guess obscure well, or like all we knew was the little excerpt it gives you in the magazine it. and it tells you nothing. That's it. And um well let's just let's give the people the context, Keller. Okay. Why don't you read that blurb? This is from Empire magazine in the year two thousand eight, the list of the five hundred greatest movies of all time. And today we're talking about uh, he makes me read it weird, just a preface. <laughs> mm-hmm. Weird or great. <laughs> Remember, it's a British magazine. Right. Here we go. Keller? Four hundred and seventy eight. Flesh. Nineteen hundred and sixty-eight. Director Paul Morrissey, produced by Andy Warhol, and taking place in a New York awash with free love and free-flowing drugs. This tale of hustlers, dealers, and sexual adventurers is frank, absorbing, and surprisingly amusing. <laughs> Guys, hey. just look behind us for a second. Look what scene it is right now. It's that guy. The guy I just, the yeah. voice I just did, mm-hmm. is in this movie. Is that British man? Yeah, touching dude's back, Joe's back. Yeah. Um. So no. Knowing that about the film, and only that, <laughs> first of all, we had no idea how hard it would be to track down. We'll get to that in a second. And but, book this movie. Nobody's seen it, and nobody wanted to talk about it. Right. Nobody's seen it. Nobody <laughs> wanted to. T- so so we were like, let's play this the safest possible, <laughs> and let's invite our buddy Jake. The funniest who, person. The funniest person. To make who, cold watch this. <laughs> yes. Who, it doesn't matter, because Keller and I obviously had never seen it. It doesn't matter how crazy bananas sexual drugs inappropriate or appropriate whatever this movie is going to be jake's down i just felt safe watching it with jake you know what i mean like i I felt like it's going to be no judgment because if we had invited a lovely colleague somebody we didn't know that well to come in to come and intellectually discuss this film and i'm Mm -hmm. so glad we didn't no because i'm not going to be able to they would have shown up and been like what the hell is your guys's prop what is this and we would have been like no 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 no. we've never it's on the uh, uh, uh." there's a list yeah Mm -hmm. well i'm on it magazine yeah Thank Sincerely, you so this much. is. I it is. It's nice to be thought of as like 
We don't know what this will be. <laughs> let's see. Let's get Jake to come watch it. Yeah, That's this nice. this could be gross. Yeah, let's gate. Let's get the guy who is a part of the show. We're gross yeah. here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. UCB, UCB Franklin. Yes, that's right. Yeah, let's promote all Once your stuff. Month. Let's promote all your stuff right now. <laughs> okay, before um, we forget. Yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin. Yeah. It's a uh, you know. Unbuttoned approach to late night talk shows, and uh, listen to the Meet Improv. That's uh, it's a nice dick. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> is that? I've actually. I think I saw your dick somewhere else. Did uh, you do a set at Sunset where you ran around on stage with Mark Dave Christensen? Or yeah, was that I did at Sketch Showdown. That sketch uh, Showdown. That's where I saw your dick. Also, yeah, yeah, that was a sketch. Yeah, we were three people who found out we won the lottery in Asana yeah. and got into a naked wrestling match over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that was a great sketch. And I, for some reason, I didn't, I didn't connect that um, when we had our guest on Mark Dave Christensen to talk mm-hmm. about the Fountain, which yeah. is the movie we talked about. Oh, I'm actually glad you asked me for. This and yeah. not the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't mention to Mark Dave, like, hey, man, I've seen you naked. I didn't yeah. do it. But for some reason, whenever I think of Jake, I think this is incredible. Super funny. <laughs> so nice. Great, great, dick. like, insight. <laughs> Definitely saw his dick twice. And, and, it, and here's the thing Perfect. it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's fine. My dick, not, the, not worst the worst thing in the world. It's fine. No. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's not. I stand by that. I stand by that statement. It's not the worst dick in the world. I stand by that statement. I'm not trying to put down Mark Dave Christensen or your other uh, uh, very funny um, co-comedian that was in the sketch with uh, you. Brian Palatucci. Yeah. Brian Palatucci. I'm not trying to put those guys down. I think sure. their dicks were fine. I'm not saying yours necessarily stood out. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying looking at Jake Jabor's dick on stage, flapping around as he's running around, yeah. or in that other sketch at... Uh, at uh, We're Gross, where you came out as like a nacho entree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did naked nachos. Naked yeah, nachos. Yeah, yeah. Naked. Not the worst thing in the world. No. And the reason I bring it up is because here's how I'll relate it to the movie Flesh. <laughs> okay. Keller's crying right now. Keller's... <laughs> I had to get a towel. <laughs> this is how I relate it to the movie mm-hmm. Flesh. When you're a kid... You, um, did you guys, you guys did not grow up in Los Angeles. Keller, you grew up in Texas. Yes. Uh, Jake, where did you grow up in? Uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. I grew up in San Diego. Right. Closest to LA, but still two, two and a half hours Ooh. away that when you're a kid, and especially when you're raised by parents who are like, are not from LA or New York and are not living in LA or New York, they hear things on the media and they'll, they're like warn their kids mm-hmm. about places like Los Angeles and New York. Not that my parents are super concerned. My parents sure. are Mexican immigrants, but they're still like, when I told them I was moving to LA and all of my childhood, you hear things about LA being pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You know, I was doing comedy. I was doing improv comedy down in San Diego when I moved to LA and started doing improv here. Mm-hmm. Even my mom would tell me things like, Oh, I don't know. Like be, be careful. It's going to get crazy. My, my parents would warn me that you're going to go to parties and see mountains of cocaine. Still haven't seen that. I've never and seen a mountain of cocaine. I don't know if I've ever seen cocaine. Cocaine in person. I'm a little bummed out now. It's, that I'm honestly disappointed. I am honestly, I think yeah. I've seen, maybe I've seen people do cocaine, but certainly not a mountain. I don't even know. I don't think I have either. In any case, what constitutes when, a mountain? Like what? what right, like a Scarface. 
like I haven't seen Scarface. Say hello to my little friend. Pile of cocaine, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely mountain. a mountain, right? Yeah, if you I could don't... call a mountain of cocaine your little anyway, friend. It's a mountain. I, yeah, <laughs> I've hung, I've hung out. I've spent time in New York with my friends. I've you know, have gone and 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 gone to parties and, and seen comedy or whatever. We get the it. The point Hector. is, you're fucking cool. I'll dude. say this too. My mom, when I was a kid, and I loved Saturday Night Live. There would be sketches with like Chris Kattan and like so many great cast members. Fred Armisen that will like they'll kiss other men in a sketch mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and when I was a kid my mom like was like whoa yes and she told me she goes Hector whatever you do she's like do comedy but don't ever do something like that and I think she was trying to say like um, like if you don't want to kind of you know what I mean? she was afraid that like the world of comedy mm-hmm. in an effort to to push boundaries would maybe take advantage of her little son mm-hmm. you know but then it's like Look, I hate to break it to you, Ma. I've been on an improv scene in a in a tiny little theater in L.A., and I've kissed a man on the like it's not, like in in a scene. And then when that happened, I remember the first time it happened. You probably have a story. You remember the first time that happened? Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, you know, uh, I don't think I've ever kissed a man on the lips unless it was like my dad and I was a kid mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you know, a f- family thing. Mm-hmm. I remember after it happened in the middle of the scene, my first thought was like, oh, not a big deal. Okay, yeah, not a big right. Like yeah. not a big deal. Um, so I remember seeing Jake's shows. I remember seeing any, like any show that I've seen like that, that's kind of crazy that I've Shock. seen at UCB or whatever. Yeah. Like UCB or whatever, yeah. a shocking show. I always think like, this is, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really isn't. And I always still felt fine and safe and you know, whatever else. Uh, when was the first time you kissed a dude on stage? Do you remember the scene? Um, I don't remember the scene. I think it was probably... Upstairs at uh, IO. Clubhouse at IO. IO, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Uh, yep. um, the annex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was just some scene. Mark David Christensen was probably on my team. Uh, <laughs> and then it was like, okay, yeah, yeah. we're in That's it. it. And I did it a week ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my go-to and I'm a hack. Uh, it'll, it'll get you out of anything. Yeah. I remember too when my mom said, I'm specifically thinking of two sketches. I'm thinking of like, the, this one's pretty gross, but on SNL, the Chris Kattan sketch where there was like the family that couldn't chew their food. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And like, it's like, mommy, mommy, you know, like my friend took me to McDonald's and got me apple pie. And she's like, oh honey, come here. And then she, so he like, she like chewed it up and then spit it into his mouth. Yeah. That's just gross. Yeah. And Chris Kattan was like, disgusting. yum. Like that was the point of the sketch. And then the other yeah. one is, would I you think, do that? I don't know about that Would you that let one? someone spit food that they've chewed into your mouth? It depends on who it is. No joke. If I'm on Saturday Night Live and they tell me the Would host, you let me do that they, to you? And if you're, are you, are you on SNL with me? Yeah, we're both on yeah. SNL. Hell Guys, yeah, our dude. dreams have come true. That'll, we're both on Saturday Night Live <laughs> eating chewed up food. That'll eating be, chewed up food. That'll be our go-to yeah. and, and we'll mm-hmm. be hacked. But I'll have a McDonald's apple pie in my pocket at all times just if in it, case yeah. if it was things like, start going south. If we're on SNL and they tell me the host is like some super funny, popular attractive person if it's like donald glover or chris evans or like scarlett johansson or and they're like oh this will be the idea for the sketch hector they're, they're gonna chew up food and spit it in your mouth i'd be like this is gonna be great like mm-hmm. who cares not a big deal um uh the other sketch i think is brilliant is the fred armison kissing family? family yeah kissing family i think that's so it's so funny brilliant yeah it's and really i remember good. seeing that and my mom that's where she said the thing she's like mm, don't do that if you don't want to well that's and what I, that whole sketch is about yeah, i turned to her when i was like 12 or 13 or however old i was when that sketch was on turned to my mom when i was that young and i was like mom if i'm on snl and i'm in that sketch i'm gonna do that like i'm <laughs> telling her i was like no that's saturday night live like you're yeah. gonna do that and that sketch is brilliant yeah 
Guys, it's finished rewinding. Oh, finally. We just got the blue screen of a VCR. Great, finally. Oh um, so before we get into talk about, but I just feel like it's similar to the movie Flesh mm-hmm. in the subject matter of like people going to New York, young people, and maybe being taken advantage of, and other people just figuring their shit out, and yeah. not being taken advantage of, but just like, you know, the outsiders think like, oh, they're, oh, but, but the people are just doing what they're doing. On yeah. that note, this movie's terrible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> On that note. Oh boy, I don't even know where to start. Um, this is the worst film we've seen so far, and I think it will remain the worst film on the list. Period. Jake, not first thoughts. Um, first thoughts, like first impressions afterwards, or just like when you showed me what was happening, what we were going to watch during and after. <laughs> no, no, no. Better yet, the movie ends. What do you think? Um, I actually, I was like. Oh, they wrapped it up. They like <laughs> <laughs> they buttoned it up. I was like, oh, that's impressive. Um, I th- I was like, well, okay. Uh, I it didn't make me angry. I have watched movies that make me angry. It yeah. didn't make me angry. I got slightly irritated because it did feel like there was a little bit of like, um, it just didn't feel like somebody's full effort, and that kind of bummed it me out. It was so a little. lazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Andy Warhol, the director. These are artists who it seems like in this film weren't, like you said, weren't putting the full effort in. It feels like not a real movie, but more like an experimental mm-hmm. art piece. Like if they edited it, edited it mm-hmm. at all, I mm-hmm. guess, mm-hmm. you could have made a movie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that made yeah. sense. This is, uh, I think it's the worst film we've seen so far, not at all because of the subject matter, but just because of the actual editing, directing, acting of yeah. the film. The sound yeah. quality, like the quality of the movie itself was so bad that um, I hated it. I yeah. hated it. And also, none of the people are good people. Yeah. Like, imagine if this movie was full of phenomenal actors, it would have been gripping. It would have maybe, yeah. it would, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. maybe would have been mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so avant garde, the editing, this is so cool. This is, you know, I'm so immersed in this performance. Yeah. Here's what happened yesterday. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. How Here's, did we get this? We uh, probably should have given ourselves more time to look up this movie online. We're like, oh, we'll just rent it on Amazon. I, we definitely said that we would tweet about it. Yes, we did. And we didn't. We didn't. Not on Amazon. No. Not on iTunes. Netflix. Not on iTunes. Not on Filmstruck. Nowhere. Which is an app that we have oh, to watch yeah. old like 30s and 40s movies. Yeah. And it's from 1968. Not on Anything. Anything. Not, yeah, not a- available to purchase. Then we're like, okay, what if it's a DVD or Blu-ray? Can we go buy it Buy it at like Amoeba Records mm-hmm. down in Hollywood? Some, you know, they didn't have it at Amoeba. Uh, I called Atomic Records in LA. They didn't have it up in Burbank. I, call, I finally found this one place um, uh, that has old, hard-to-find movies. And so and you I, opened a membership. Yeah. I looked it up. First of all, it. I looked it up online and they had it. They had Flesh, 1968, and it had the right stats of like, because I have this database online where you can check before you like call them. Mm-hmm. And it said, it did say like producer Andy Warhol. I'm like, this is the one um, with a bunch of other movies that start with Flesh and have mm-hmm. Flesh in the title. Flesh and Bones. Yes. And uh, they had it. Flesh. VHS, yes. DVD. Flesh of Frankenstein. No. So they had it on <laughs> tape. I called the guy and he's like. VHS tape. First of all, this is how you know this was a good place because I called him. I'm like, I'm looking for Flesh. It's from 1968. Immediately. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, that Andy Warhol. I'm like, yep. So I knew this is the place. And he goes, yeah, we have it on tape. Not on VHS, we got it on tape. I said, cool, can you hold? I said, do you guys rent VCRs? He goes, no, they're hard to come by. I said, yes, I know. No I shit. understand. Can you please hold this for me? Sure. Showed up. Opened up. I had to open up a membership, 15 bucks. You can Lifetime be going back or, though, right? 
I think it's bucks. a lifetime. I Hopefully. think it's lifetime. Yeah. It's like to put me in the system. Yeah, I can go back. I can like rent other stuff. Um, How long do you have this thing? For half a week. Half a week? I'm going to go return this today. <laughs> okay. I hate this. I don't want this in What are you going to get instead? Not, nothing, man. Okay, I don't you're know. not going to pick anything else no. up? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, See three, if they got Ledulo. Three, three bucks to rent it. I should. I really should. Just take um, a look at what we've got coming up and just take a peek. I should. Uh, then, um, then I had to put out the thing that you do. This is the only reason I think people still have Facebook. Hey, I'm looking for this thing. Does anybody have this? Hey, I'm looking for a VCR. I need it by tomorrow. Sure enough, I had a buddy text me 30 minutes later. I got a VCR. Great. I'll come Great. pick it up. Or you can bring it to me. Awesome. We were going to meet at a place later. So he brought it. We set it up last night. We had to watch. This is the first movie in the list that we could not find on DVD, Blu-ray, or online. We had yeah. to go get a videotape. Couldn't even find it to torrent. Mm-hmm. Tried that one, too. Mm-hmm. Had to rent a... Not that we would ever do that. Oh, my gosh. So never. right now, it could be the only... It could be the worst movie and the only one you watch on VHS. Yeah. So far, those are the two stats <laughs> this movie has going for it. In 10 and years. First dick? Uh, uh maybe. Did it might be the first dick we've seen. Dicks in, in the company of men? No. No. Do you see Biff's dick in Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. true. There's a 15-minute right. scene where yeah. it's just close up on his dick. He's lying yeah. in bed. <laughs> Talking to Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine. And she's like slightly like tickling his dick. You yeah. can have the kids sometimes. Yeah. I can have the kids sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're There's making... three people who've seen Flesh yeah. just like <laughs> slapping their knee. That's incredible. That lines up perfectly. <laughs> um, There's a lot of na- laying in bed naked in this movie. I, I, I feel like 99.99% of the people that are listening to this will not have seen the movie There's Flesh, no way to explain it. And there's no, way to, there's no way to go and even see it. So it's like, I, I, don't even watch this movie. Just listen to this and just know that we watched it for you. Okay. Yeah. Opening shot is a close-up on this dude's face, mm-hmm. and a song starts playing. I'm guessing maybe Four, an alarm clock, minutes. but it's not an alarm clock because there weren't. Were there radio alarm clocks in 1968? <laughs> I don't know if there were. There's Either way. There's apparently silicon breast <laughs> True. augmentation. We've got a close-up on this guy's face for the duration of this entire song. Yeah, whole song. This isn't like a Groundhog Day, like, just put your little hand in mine, no. and it cuts. It's like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to listen to the whole The four entire song. song, and yeah. then it, next shot is just him laying in bed, mm-hmm. face down. We see his butt. Fully naked. His fully butt naked. crack, his butthole, his balls, a <laughs> little bit of his balls. Yeah. Uh, we saw... Easily the first butthole we've seen so far. <laughs> we saw the whole, yeah, the whole shebang. So far. So the whole, far. The whole deal. The whole, we got up in there, and... Um, Here's what the movie's about, he roughly. He woke up for 15 minutes in that movie. Yeah. It's about a guy named Joe mm-hmm. who, like, is dumb. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface it right now saying he's, like, an idiot. He has, like, a dumb face, but he's super handsome, and he's, like, kind of ripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good-looking guy. He pulls off. guy. Great butt. Great, Great butt. butt. Hell of a butt. You <laughs> see a lot of it. You mentioned that. You get to study it. Uh, Jake, how many times during the course of the movie? You don't have your notes with you? Oh, you just no, threw those away? Put them in my bag. Put them yeah. in your bag? Yeah, no need. Um, how many times during the course of the movie did you go, what the fuck? Or, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, probably a dozen. Yeah. Uh, like 12 times yeah. at least. Because it was. This is insane. Fucking this nuts. is crazy. This is nuts. What the fuck? Okay, a we variation. got Joe. Yeah. Joe is a married male prostitute. With a son, a hustler in mm-hmm. air quotes, a hustler because I don't yeah. think they, I don't think, I don't know if we ever even hear the word prostitute in no, the you movie, don't. and they don't even like even when they're having conversations, they're only alluding to stuff like when yes. he's having that conversation with the other two uh, hustlers. Yes, 
they're just like talking very generically, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I guess does say something of the time. It's like you have to be fucking careful. Probably and they're, and they're, in when New York and City, when him and those two other dudes were having that conversation, and Jake, you pointed out like that's probably the philosophy of the movie mm-hmm. is during this scene because Joe. What do they say? Joe says things like, uh, "Oh, you know, man, nobody's nobody's straight, man. You know, that's that you do whatever you want, figure out what you want to do. You know, this kind of thing, like like being with men, being with women, whatever." And I'm sure. Uh, I, I mean. Even today, it's kind of revolutionary to hear a male character who mm-hmm. looks like that. The dude basically looks like an all-American guy, clean mm-hmm. cut, you know, square jaw, buff wears guy. Wears a red bandana. Wears a red mm-hmm. bandana. I commented throughout the movie how handsome the guy was. He's, yeah. a, he's a fox. He's a Definitely. babe. That's, he was sharing his philosophy. Jake, you pointed out he had status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the, was the only time, really, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. Over, like, like newer... Hustlers. Hustlers. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> And um, he's like, this is a good spot. This isn't a good spot. Yeah. Oh, we, we go can't hang out together. Right. Yeah. Can't go. To, maybe go down this corner, 54th and 55th. And their eyes were shifting, especially Joe's constantly, like just looking around, making mm-hmm. sure nobody was, you know, I don't know. They that was like a cop. decently directed. That was a good done, scene. Well done scene. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I, I have problems with the rest of the movie because it's like I said, good scene, but there were entire shots where he's talking and you only see his shoulder while yes. it's showing the other two guys. Yeah, so just in, yeah, good. They relative. couldn't even like walk, take a couple steps back to get everybody in the shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, just and talk about the cut. The movie is no. well, it's it's Joe and he is a hustler. He doesn't want to get a job. We learn mm-hmm. he's roughly 20, maybe yeah. 25, his character, mm-hmm. because the actor we found out was 20 That's at the right. time of filming. Mm-hmm. His wife sort of kicks him out. He spends a hot minute with his one-year-old son, who we learned is was in real life his one-year-old son, that actor's one-year-old yeah. son, interacts with him, feeds him a muffin. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the film and kind of until the end and the rest of the his day is like he goes and hangs out in, on streets until men kind of come up and maybe proposition him. But there was no sex that we saw. No. Other than one time he goes and hangs out with, it seemed like, friends, and this woman performs oral sex on him, but we yeah. don't see it. And they make it like a mystery. It's like, oh, who's doing it? Who's doing it? Who's doing it? Is it his wife? They don't show who it is. Yeah. It, like it wasn't his wife. And then they just continue to hang out and kind of lazily, and you know. have a super they're not even, conversation. Yeah, they're not even doing drugs. They're not even, and it, they yeah, seem like Yeah, this says flowing friends. drugs, and there's no drugs in this yeah, entire really. movie. Not just cigarettes a lot. And, it um, says free love, so there is that. By the end of the film, Joe comes back to the apartment, and his wife and his, his wife's, wife's girlfriend. girlfriend, they're kind of in bed, sort of. Just everybody's just lying in bed. Everywhere a lot. he goes, they yeah. make him take his clothes off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then so he gets naked every but just, time he's alone. With- like goes to sleep, and then the the women kind of cuddle up and go to sleep. And and then yeah. the wife asks him, "Did you get money?" Because at the beginning of the film, we learn she needs two hundred dollars to give her for, to help her friend get money for an abortion for her friend. Yeah. And and at the end of the movie, the friend that comes over, like the the wife's girlfriend, she ha- she shows off like her kind of pregnant belly, like she's mm-hmm. like she's showing, mm-hmm. and um and it's I guess it's assumed that that's who was what needed to get the abortion. I think or wanted so, to get yeah. The abortion. yeah, that's what I figured. I think she said so. It was her girlfriend. That's like the that's what actually happens in the movie. Yeah. Other than the other what? interactions. Why are you laughing, Jake? <laughs> because <laughs> that's, that's what happens in the movie. It's weird to watch that movie because you have to kind of set aside what your expectations of what a movie is with like a plot <laughs> and like a an uh-huh. arc or character development or but even like then that. like there's like the slice of life movies to where it just shows yeah. like a day in this guy's life and this doesn't even feel like that Mm-mm. no 
This is just mm-hmm. a hodgepodge of like, we should do a scene where this old dude decides to draw you naked very mm-hmm. terribly. Yeah. And he did not even do a good job with that drawing. It was it like, he had him posing for what seemed like 45 minutes and he barely did like two sketches. Yeah. It was frustrating as an artist. I'm like, at least take advantage. That guy's Yeah, ripped. exactly. He, yeah. It was a long time and this yeah. guy had done nothing but draw this it was dude's all, butt. Because it was all, it felt uncomfortable because it felt like Joe was getting taken advantage of by yeah. people throughout the film. The artist, older man, artist guy. Um, but then he like, and then this dude made me dinner. And then I was like, I'm yeah, going to call my wife and she'll come over and eat dinner. Yeah. And it's like, she's not going to complain. She likes free food. Yeah. Yeah. I, you had called it bad flirting. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I think that was a good way. Like, I did get the impression that they were trying to say, like, our culture or society is so repressed sexually that, like, mm. even people who are propositioning a man for sex can't aren't, can't be direct about can't it. Can't yeah. spit it out, especially because yeah. it's like an older man. Yeah, and that's probably yeah. They picked like eight. an older man, and mm-hmm. they picked like a veteran. veteran guy in the army. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, like, I think a really it's interesting to show. Yeah, and like a. I think worth showing and getting mm-hmm. people on board for, but and in 1968, and you know what? I take this back. At the beginning of this, I said I don't think this movie has any value. It has value. It has historical value. Yeah, I think it has value in that in 1968, this is what the messages were in this movie. But then, what did you say, Jake, about the message? Uh, it's a, a, it matters how you say it. Uh, <laughs> true. I think you got like uh, considering that maybe they were sort of speaking to a conservative culture or something like that. You gotta scaffold that a little bit. Yeah. And I'm also, not trying to. None of those people are gonna get past this dude's butt in the first right. scene. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so who's this movie for? It's 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 for people who are already open to these kinds exactly. of messages. This movie is like no one in the Midwest was right. like going to an art theater to yeah. have their mind blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but, want if you want to say something like that. Unfortunately, at mm-hmm. that time, it's like we'll talk about the Midnight Cowboy thing. That's how you fucking say something like that. You get yeah. Dustin Hoffman and John Voight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't we don't know any of like what it costs to get this movie, but $4, Andy Warhol to make this movie produced it. So yeah, he, true. Again, it's like you think he could have. Well, <laughs> what else did we learn? We learned that it was essentially like a diss track, right? Like <laughs> this is yeah. the uh, Pusha T and Drake scandal of 1968. Yeah, uh, because Midnight Cowboy was being made and apparently was using. Andy Warhol's posse and his group of artists in like a party scene, and it's also and, about. A male prostitute. Mm -hmm. And in that party scene, some of Andy Warhol's friends themselves shot a short film during the shooting of this infamous party scene. And Andy Warhol at first was okay with his people, is what Wikipedia says, being used for this film. But then after the movie came out, or maybe at some point before, he felt like they were being taken advantage of. So that's why Andy Warhol decided, I'm going to make my own movie about about, this dude who gets taken advantage of a male prostitute. And um, the problem is, is that the movie sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah, it the sucks really, really bad. It's it's not well acted. There are two sequels. Yeah, it's part of a flesh trilogy. Yeah, the other ones are what Heat and something trash? else. Trash, trash, trash. Heat and trash. Ugh. Gotta say, not gonna watch them. Sorry, yeah, guys. I'd rather watch Saw Two. None and of them all made of it the on Saws. the list. Yeah, it, it it felt like sometimes you stumble across a video on YouTube where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this person like got a handy cam for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> and then they like put it online, and it's like, okay, that's fine. It's crazy that it's in the five hundred greatest movies of all. T- oh, like, let's address that. It they literally, not be. they it literally pieced together paragraphs 
like this guy's supposed to be doing a monologue, but it's like this guy's done an improvised monologue seven times, and they're just like, okay, I liked what you said this time, yeah, and I like what you said this time, I like what you said this time. We're just gonna put these weird cuts to where the screen goes black for half a second, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna continue your monologue. Yeah, it was like they were recording off of the original footage and just like hitting pause. <laughs> exactly. It's like we're gonna take it yeah. again, but it's not a, take it again. Yeah, it was uh, awful. It was awful. It awful. looks like it was cut on a camcorder. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how on old camcorders you could mm-hmm. edit it? Cut, edit, cut. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing looked like a home movie. I don't think that they had a boom mic or any kind of an audio equipment yeah. for no. any single scene. And and I'm sure everything that we're describing. I don't know how movie was shot in the 60s. I'm sure everything that we're describing was done on purpose. But to me, that makes it so that this is a, this is a, an experimental film and something that people that are seeking out, seeking it out, should be able to watch. It should be easier to get to flesh than the. I bet they have we it at the library. Sure, but yeah, actually, yeah. And I was talking to a friend the yesterday. Library. She works at UCLA. She's like, "Oh, you should have hit me up next time you have a hard movie to find because like UCLA has like a oh, oh archives, know, like yeah, archives and film library." So in that regard, yes. But the fact that the way this list was put together ten years ago in two thousand eight is that ten thousand readers wrote their top ten list and sent it in that more people had flesh on their top 10 list than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is like a travesty. Then like Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's Breakfast and Tif- Ben-Hur. Yeah. And... That these are like amazing films. Yeah, yeah that is... blows my mind. That's it, so wild. That that many people know this movie even, the quali- considering how the, hard it was for us yes. to find. And, and, I, and, and I was trying to answer this question the whole time. is like, why is this movie on this list? And I think it's because... In 1968, it made enough of an impact. Nobody was saying yes. those ideas out nobody loud. Nobody was saying yeah. nobody's straight and, you know, uh, you know, sexuality is fluid and it's okay that um, <clears throat> I'm married, but I'm also like uh, with other people and so is my wife. And these kinds of ideas, I'm sure, were mind-blowing in 1968. People heard them and it stayed with them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. But the quality of this movie should knock it out of the running, I think, for like what should what should remain you know, yeah, and they that, portrayed their characters as bad people too. Yeah, like he's like, you should get silicone implants because yeah. I'm sick of the way your boobs look now. <laughs> he said, I'm used to them now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Maybe this is more of a reflection of how uh, close-minded everybody was in 1968. That mm-hmm. a movie this kind of like poorly put together still had a message that like impacted people it, it would be like if we had yeah. an, it would be like today if there was like a really important vine or something it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that vine's garbage but it's saying something that yeah. we all should be listening yeah. to like exactly yeah that's probably what it, yeah <laughs> you've you've you hit the nail on the head jake it's a vine from 1968 <laughs> this is r.i.p vine r.i.p vine um yeah, I never want to spend watch. more time on a vine, probably than this. Yeah. Oh my some god, vines, you see some of these vines. They're so well put together. <laughs> like, hey kids, get a life. Yeah, it's, the editing is great. The comedic timing is great. All in yeah. six seconds. It tells a complete story. Exactly. Sometimes they have Beginning special middle. effects. Sometimes yeah. they have special effects. Yeah. You know, that one magician YouTube guy that you know has a career now doing McDonald's commercials because he like took a toy car and then like snapped his. And it's like a real car. Like, whoa! Yeah. I didn't see that one. All those, I he, haven't seen he's that. He's like this. He's like this go good-looking young Asian kid that does like this magic. That's all like camera trickery, special effects stuff. Cool. Looks cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love Vine. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine's rad. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine. Um, Jake, you were flipping through the rest of that list. Yeah. As we were watching the movie before and and now, what, what's your take on it? The list. Yeah. The I, this is, list is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I'm. I love that it was crowdsourced. Sort of like that's yeah. so interesting. I yeah. love that they chose to do it in 2008, which I think is really interesting mm-hmm. because it, 
It was a yeah. To to put it in perspective, it was a year before what would become the highest grossing movie of all time, Avatar. Do you know what I mean? Just think about how 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 many movies have come out in the past ten years. Yeah, that are not going to be on this list. I, and yeah, I just had this thought, which is this is going to be the last list of great movies that ever exist that doesn't uh, have a like an MCU. I'm sure X Men is in here, but yeah, like, Iron Marvel's, Man's on here. Oh, Iron Man is on yeah. there. The first Iron Man because it came out in 08. And wow. this was in November well, of that then year. Then it's not even that list. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, but I know what you I know what you're saying. But there's like, no, yeah, number no... fifteen is Dark Knight. Wow, on this list, that's crazy. Yeah, but I there's do no think the Dark Fast Knight and is Furious better movie. than this. Movie. No Fast and Furious. You know that if they did it again, at least Fast Five would be on there. Fast Five is the best yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it is easily the best one. <laughs> I love Fast Five. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, it's perfect. I film. think that's this list is like super fascinating. Yeah, um, I'm always kind of fascinated with best lists because best is such a like subjective word. Mm-hmm. Uh, or these are greatest, I guess. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's so many. Uh, in, the Sweeney Todd is in there. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it. We did. We sat through every single bit of it. I would rather watch Sweeney Todd 10 more times in a row than watch Flesh again. Than you watch five I minutes of too. Flesh. I would too. Yeah. Five then, minutes, 10 yeah. times in a row, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Then five minutes. I would watch that uh, three minute song on his face. <laughs> I'd be like, I can look away and just listen to this song. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's so. Well, do you, off the top of your head, either of you have a movie you think that was like, of yeah. the moment that yeah. would immediately be taken off if they redid this list. Oh, great question. Um, I think that... Uh, well, like, Dark Knight wouldn't be anywhere near as high as it is. Fight Club would not be number 10 in the top 10. That's maybe. Because you know what's interesting about this, too, is we, we mentioned Fight Club's this, not even David Fincher's best movie. We mentioned this, I feel like, every... And I think Zodiac is Zodiac on the is list. On I was going to ask. Yes, Zodiac. Zodiac is on here. <laughs> it's funny. We all agree that that's his yes. best movie. Yeah. 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 Hands or, down. I it's really so like, fucking I, good it's, and I don't slow. think it's his best, but I think Social Network is really good. Oh, yeah. Social and Network is incredible. That might be another movie that would definitely show up, but the I think music, it's, so it makes that it's interesting yeah. to talk about the... If you're talking about 2008 film at the time, I even feel like since then that film fans and film fandom has changed. Mm-hmm. And that demographic it's itself is entitled. changing. I mean, it's, it was entitled then, it's entitled now, but it, I feel like it's also trying to be more inclusive. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So when you look at a movie like Fight Club, or a lot of Tarantino movies, or a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. These are movies that, like, film enthusiast, white guy dudes, right. you know, that are like, those movies, like, oh, we love this stuff. Yeah. And, um, like, The Dark Knight would probably not rank as high as number 15, but It'd it would be, on it would the be list top for sure. 100, top 200, whatever. I think we would probably see more films from different types of filmmakers, mm-hmm. women, people of color. Them, some of that stuff might be highlighted a little bit more if they did the list today. Things some would, more I, modern foreign films? Yeah, yeah. Things would move around in placement for sure. You know, if, if The Godfather stayed the number one movie of all time. I'd understand that. I'd understand. It's, yeah. You know, that, I get it. I get it. But um, like Citizen Kane's in the 30s. That's yeah. 40s. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of like, Evil Dead 2 is like 28 or You'd something. You'd think most movies. What about movies? Spider-Man? The first Spider-Man is, I think, in the top four. Is like it's, it's in three hundred something. Spider-Man, Spider-Man two. And is Spider-Man that? two is in here too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me uh, let me pull up the exact ranking of Spider-Man one and two. I'll do that right now. But there are superhero movies on here. But like you mentioned, it, it two thousand eight. I mean, yeah, Marvel is its own. Yes. Now four thirty-seven is the first Spider-Man. Okay. Is the first Spider-Man. Gross Point Blank is in there. I think that's a great choice. Spider-Man. But it's weird. Spider-Man two is four eleven. Okay. X-Men so. 2's in here. Mm-hmm. Not um, as many 
animated films throughout the whole list, and I'm like, that might change. Keller and I's each of our yeah. personal favorites are not on the list, and oh, they came yeah. out before 2008. What's your favorite movie, Jake? Would you say you have one? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough to say my all-time favorite, but... Yeah. Uh, you just got like one, two or three that you just like. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Mm, Great. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's on here. I think it is. Um, it's crazy. Every Bourne film. Well, the first three are on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Each one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is crazy. All three of them. Like you could put, I say put ultimatum on there to signify the entire series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that's... just the Bourne identity. Like, yeah. either. Well, identity is not the best one though. I, I would agree with that. Supremacy doesn't d- belong on the list, I don't think. <laughs> no, doesn't isn't Greengrass Paul kiss, Greengrass kiss, he did kiss, the bang, bang isn't second two? Um, um here, you two want and to three. Tell you who did what? I think Paul Greengrass did the two and three is, and a different guy did one. Yes, that is correct. Uh Doug Lyman did the Born Identity. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, the Born Legacy is underrated. I agree. Uh, Born Legacy is better than Jason Bourne. It is better than it, it Jason is. Bourne. He wrestles a wolf. I don't know how they don't lead with that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I would have seen this movie way earlier. Did you showed me him wrestling a wolf. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Die Hard on there? Yeah. Die Hard oh. better be on there. You want to know the, the place? Your, I think a couple of them are. What are your guys' favorite movies? Empire of the one? Sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Steven Spielberg. It's not on the list. Die Hard is number 29, brother. This is Iron okay. Giant. It's not high. on the list. Oh, wow. Iron Giant. Iron Giant is not on the list? No. That's one of the better animated movies. I'm yeah. so... You that would definitely... That I feel like Iron Giant has come... Has really sort of like... Agreed. Circled back around. Agreed. Especially in the past decade. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That would show up. Thanks, yeah. Ready Player One. Yeah. Right? Empire of the Sun. Yeah. Those are good. I don't know if Empire would rank... It we, should. We talk so, about this. It, it should, I was, but I don't think it will. It won't. It wouldn't if they did it the list. Cause it's a, cause no, it's because people are going to be, uh, if we're going to do Spielberg, we got to put on Jaws, yeah. and we got to put on Schindler's List, and we yep. got to put on Jurassic Park. Saving Private Ryan and Saving Jurassic Private Park. Ryan. That's right. Yeah. That's right. For his, for Spielberg's war film, or maybe exactly. Munich, or, you know. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan's going to signify yeah. World War Two, though, as yep. far as like, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. So that's your kind of take on the whole list, is that it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, I know that's not a very uh, like you agree with a lot of it. You're like, take. yeah, duh, yeah, duh, yeah, duh. But, but I off, I also like, I, I don't necessarily always agree with. I think, I think I tend to have a ten, or I have a tendency to sort of almost like push back against whatever the culture is unifyingly saying. It's all right. Great. Let me ask you this, Jake. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about La La Land? I have not seen La La Land. All right, mm-hmm. see, you're on okay. the right side of history. Uh, <laughs> so I enjoyed a, it. You enjoyed it? Yeah. I mean, I started to watch it and recognize parts of L.A., and that's usually, I'm a sucker for, for like, oh, no, okay. I'm a su- like, yeah. I've watched very bad television shows because they take place in L.A. <laughs> hey, uh, that's my apartment. You should check out Bosch. Uh, <laughs> all four seasons of Bosch. Um, so I like that there are movies on here that I like, mm-hmm. yeah. and movies on here that I, th- that I think, like, it's interesting that they made the list. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm just like uh, scanning some of that, and it's like, oh man, that's so. I think that's it. Weird that which Planet of the Apes is that? That's the original. that's the original okay. Planet of the Apes. Great See, film. but I wouldn't have been surprised if the Tim came Burton out the same year. Really? <laughs> I don't like that movie at all. No, but I feel like I, 
I feel like if you started throwing movies at me, I couldn't tell you if they were on the list or not. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I don't have a be- enough yeah. of an understanding of what this list is yeah. to be like, that movie would make the list. This movie wouldn't make the list. Yeah, and there's a lot of curveballs on yeah. this sucker, man. There are a lot that you're flipping, you go, yes, yes, what? Yeah. There's a lot of that. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. The second the one? Second the second one, one is on. Well, the first two are on it, yeah. but the second one we're watching soon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Again, it's two thousand. Three hundred is on there. Yeah, Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith are <laughs> both on it. See, but Attack of the Clones isn't, which makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I could see that. It's not totally off base. That's it's one of the more fascinating lists I've ever seen, and I think maybe a testament to what happens when you just ask everybody. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, maybe the just like what the most people think about something is not the best way to do something. Like, yeah. not that this list isn't great, but it's like, there is no... It's like I've met more than one person who says <laughs> that Independence Day is their favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. And it's like, what? Why? And how? And, and if I, they were asked to make this list, Independence Day would be on this list. Mm-hmm. And, and I like the idea that... Oh, so Into the Wild is on there. Wait, is... No Country for Old Men on there? I'll check right now. I Independence think so. Day yeah. is not, but all I love four no Country for Old Men. Indiana Jones films are on the yeah. list. Crystal Skull made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the year before, say though. about Crystal Skull? I think. I mean, they, I don't I hate think, it as much as everybody does. I think, even in I think it's okay until the last half hour, I think yeah, other than the bad CG. Yeah, even in the description, they're like, residual love for the franchise has, you know, I, it even feels like that. We were, which one were you checking for? Um, um, country, no Country for Old Men. Enough yeah. of you loved it to get it onto the list. That's what they say. No Country is number 228. Oh, cool. 220, yeah, 228. All right. Yeah, this is nice. See, it's weird. It's got a lot of the ones that need to be on there, mm-hmm. ones that are so surprising mm-hmm. they're on there, and then ones that are shocking to me that it made the list. <laughs> but uh, that's part of the fun is is trying to... Yeah. figure out what the... F- yeah, tracking you know. down a VCR and a VHS <laughs> is all part of the fun. Oh, I do love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What yeah, it has that? one of the bigger write-ups. There's like an yeah. interview with Zemeckis. Like four-page that movie. That movie's incredible. Yes. It is incredible. It, and it is holds better up. than Chinatown. What number is it? Yeah. Keller. Two twenty. I mean, 288. 288. That's awesome. That, that would be in my top 100 easily. Maybe even my oh, top yeah. 50. Definitely. I love that my film. my favorite noir film. Yeah, yeah me too. Are... Is there plans at some point for you each to create your top 500 movies? Like, there aren't really plans. It might just end up happening. It, it needs to happen. You think 500's a lot, but I bet you if you went home and were like, what are my top 500 favorite movies? I would scan this and be like, okay, I like that movie. Yeah, okay, I like you that could movie. probably okay, like come movie. up with like 250 easily, I feel like. Like, yeah. Edgar Wright just released his top 1,000 movies fairly recently in chronological order. That's nuts. Yeah. It's yeah, on I don't know a movie could, or something. I don't know if I could do that, but I have seen a lot of We stuff have to, and, and we'll just have to post them. Or we'll just have a you know three-part series to where we just go through our 500. And you know just what like, would be fun? Because we're doing 50 a year. I think at the end of this year, during Christmas 50. time, we take those 50, and we rank, and we put it in, in our ranking. I like that. For yeah. that for It that needs that to be a 50. shared ranking. A shared ranking? Okay, I'm well, down with that. We decide on it together. I'm down with that. I could do that. I could do that. I know that right now, Flesh is at the bottom. Flesh is my number 500. My favorite movie we've watched so far <laughs> is... Like, Ocean's Eleven might be my number one. I'd put Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon as my number yeah, one. Yeah, it's very good. I think it's better than Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. But All right. 
Ocean's Eleven has more rewatchability, though. Yes. Okay, we'll debate on that. We'll debate on that. All I know is that there's no building in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with the word Trump on it, so that's nice. That is also that's very... Nice. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> there's nothing really yeah. that dates that movie. Yeah. Um, Man, this is so cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, thank you yeah, so much. Thank cool. you so much. Uh, a lot of people would say, this is so waste of time. Stop yeah. it. Stop what you're doing. No way. I think this is awesome. Yeah, and you just sat through flesh. <laughs> God, and you still man. think this is awesome? Thank yeah. you so much. Outlaw Get Josie Carter Wales. Here, that's huh? my favorite Western. That's on here. Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Get Carter. Um, I think The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford is on here. Really? It is. I want to rewatch watch that. Great movie. I think I liked it when I saw I own it. it. It's just slow. It's just it a slow It is very burn. slow, but I love a slow burn Western. Brad Pitt's good. I hope they do this again. I do too, but also we hope not. they do it I'm this sorry. year. <laughs> yeah, because it's been ten years since the last one. Yeah, Jake, what happens if if this one came out in November? So if Empire we'll Magazine see. in November of 2018 is like surprise, we did it again. Here's another top 500, like updated. Yeah, what should we do? Should we stop this and start 2019? I'm over? telling you right now, we're not doing that. We're doing two separate podcasts. No repeats, though. <laughs> no so, repeats. We won't Isn't repeat that just it. Just tacking on work. Yes. Wait. Would you release two a week, or are you just tagging on That'd another be a bonus. decade? That'd be a bonus. We'd get a Patreon account, and you'd have to pay for that second <laughs> oh, one. Oh, well, I guess that's what you do. Um, I mean, I think you keep with this list, and maybe yeah. your bonus is, and maybe that would be an extra 100 movies, but you look at the... Ones that didn't... The yeah, difference. You, the look, difference, you do yeah. like... Or you could do an episode of like, here are 10 that were no longer on the list. Here are 10 that are now on the list. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Compared. Yeah, that'd be smart because yeah. we have a little. Uh, I put a little Excel spreadsheet with every movie, and all I would do is add a second column. What's its ranking in 2018? Yeah. So that when we would talk about each movie, we could be like Flesh. It's number four. Oh, you know, I love that. Whatever. Well, I've done a hundred films before, so once we get to you know in eight years, yeah, we could do the top. 100. Once we get there, we can we cut do that. It'd be so fascinating to see which movies moved up in yes. rank and which moved down, especially yeah. if they still keep it crowdsourced and it's not just the thing that a, yeah. that a handful of editors at this magazine put together because. Yeah, I, I got to imagine even when these people put this list together, not everybody who works at this magazine have seen every movie. I feel like it's kind of impossible. Yeah. You know, and so, culturally, a lot of those movies would probably mm-hmm. come down quite a bit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is good. I think that's a good thing. What would you place of the popular films of the past few years? What is something that's coming to your mind is like, this definitely should be on the list? Um, uh, uh, other than Fast Five, of course. <laughs> other than Fast Five. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. It's better than the first one. Oops, we so. said it. It's definitive so opinion I, of this podcast. I agree with you guys. I That might have been one of my favorite movies of last year. I l- absolutely love that movie. And also from last year, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor I, Ragnarok. I think is like one of the best, funniest. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I've watched it probably eight times. Yeah. I've. I think those two movies are like... <laughs> And they're like franchise, I guess, yeah. and all the. But they're so they redefine. Uh, what we do in the shadows, also from Taika Waititi, yeah, yeah, would be put on. Taika the list. needs a movie on this yeah. list. Oh, for sure. And even if it's Thor, I'd be happy. If it's just what we do in the shadows, or I'd boy. be happy. Boy, boy is, is great. Good. I, I think uh, Hunt for Wilder People is also great. Yeah. yeah, I dude, I have both Thor and Blade Runner, three D, three D Blu Ray, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, like the three hour movie. They only release it in three D in theaters internationally. Really? And they put it out on Blu-ray here in 3D, and I got it. Yeah, man. Do you want to come over and watch yes, it? Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. I want to see that in 3D, me too. Me too, me too. I, I, don't even I would love, love to watch yeah. that in 3D. <laughs> It'd probably be really cool. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, you kind of blew my mind. We'll I, right I watched that this. movie yeah. in like... Jake, what do you got to do this afternoon? Yeah. We'll throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do for the next three hours? Uh, I watched that movie like in segments over the course of a week. Sure. Like oh, I just really? like being in that world for like 20 minutes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like... Uh, That's what I like more than anything about those movies is the world that mm-hmm. they yeah. all then the aesthetics of the world. Mm-hmm. And Thor is really fun in 3D too, dude. Uh, oh remember man, that, remember that shot that like follows Mjolnir as it goes? It's like foo, 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 to foo. immigrant yeah. song at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's a good yeah. Time. I gotta do that. I gotta. Cool man. Yeah, I'll put you. I put you on that Please. list. Didn't I put you on that list of people I'm inviting for to come over to watch 3D movies on I don't Facebook? Know. Um, you're, I'm gonna Please attach check. You. Hey, everybody in the world, get super jealous because we have a list of people that can come over and watch 3D Please. movies with us, and none of you are. I would on love it. that. The next one we're doing is the original Jurassic Park Ooh. because Before, the new one's um, coming out. You've, but you've seen that 3D at our place, right? Haven't you? I don't think <gasps> Jurassic Park in 3D. Whoa. Okay, okay. yeah. It's right. one of the best 3D you can get. Keep a lookout for that. Really? Yeah. Two weeks from now is when we're doing it. Oh. When that Velociraptor mm-hmm. jumps up through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, a, it's a little snap. It's really? Like a little snap. You feel that? Wow. It's Do you... Ha- it gets you right in the face. Ask I'm me, surprised ask they questions about it. He did, did 3D uh, on it. I did. He worked on it. A little bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Um, I guess that's just my question is like, how did... How did they do it? How do you look for a movie that wasn't intended for 3D and make it 3D and A? That's a great question. Uh, it started with James Cameron because a couple of years ago, I mean, I guess 10 years ago, Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. He, after Avatar, was like, every one of my movies is going to be in 3D forever and anything in my catalog. But was back that catalog, converted or did he shoot that 3D? He shot it in 3D, except th- some things well, were. obviously, Because, con- yeah. you know, he didn't go to a fucking planet. And you know what? Not everything could be native Who? cameras. There's still some some conversion happening. But what was um, that planet called Pandora Radio yeah. Station? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he Spotify. said that unobtainium. There's, there's only Fuck two films. Off, James Cameron. That's on this list. We have to. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, it was too late. It's true. Thank God in heaven. Year. You know what? I would rather watch Flesh than Avatar. Wow. No, I'm just I would. I'm just oh my kidding. God. Mark, I'm just kidding. Mark Dave Christensen had never seen Avatar, and he said, ah, "I think I just missed it because I never saw it in 3D the way the director intended." And I hit him up. This is a couple years ago i was like dude i have it in 3d come over and then i was on his podcast and we got to talk about it mark dave was like it's fine it's entertaining it's well done but james cameron said there's only two movies in his back catalog that he would ever consider converting because he doesn't think conversion of 3d is like legitimate because like you said it wasn't shot yeah that way back then so like you could argue it wasn't intended to be 3d yeah so he said two movies titanic and terminator 2 judgment day and since then they've both been converted into 3d and it takes about nine months, and he worked with the company that did it, sort of like a frame-by-frame process. He approved of everything, all the shots. And because of that, he recommended to Steven Spielberg, felt the same way about his back catalog for only one movie, Jurassic Park, the first one. So, so James Cameron recommended to Steven Spielberg, you should use this company. So he did, same thing. Took, wow. nine, took nine months, kind of a frame-by-frame thing. The only difference between... Uh, 2D Jurassic Park and 3D Jurassic Park is two shots. The scenes, well, a couple things. The scenes where the T-Rex gets out and it's raining, what they did is they added some rain like in the computer digitally to be out in front of the focal plane as well because the shot the way that it is, uh, the 3D is kind of like the camera, if you could picture like your TV screen, that's Mm -hmm. like your focal plane and they sort of of, pushed it in. What they did is they added some rain to come out in front of the TV a little bit then in the shot where the T-Rex busts through the, the tree yeah. and splinters come out, they also added a little extra spice. Wow. A little extra, little debris to come yeah. at you. Yeah. And that's it. And it took nine months and it's, um, yeah, there's this, man, this one shot at the end where the raptor is like poking through the construction tarp. 
like the whole raptor's head kind of comes out of the TV and it's pretty great. I do wow. love when directors yeah. like yeah. direct with 3D in mind. Well, the reason Jurassic like, Park... I just did Gravity the other day. Yeah. And he, you can tell Gravity that, would be on this list. Yes, it would. Gravity Alfonso would. Cuaron's just as Gravity? far as the effects go. Totally. Holy shit. Totally. Yeah, it would. It was intense. It yeah. is so it's like, intense. It's kind of nerve-wracking in 3D. Yeah. Oh, but, um, uh, I yeah. was watching it with Justin, who's going to be on this podcast later. Yeah. And he was just... <sighs> Yeah. constantly because yeah. he hadn't seen it and we we're just watching <laughs> i hadn't seen it in 3d on our tv yeah. and that's like the way to yeah. watch yeah. it but movies like jurassic park work so well because even though spielberg didn't shoot it in 3d directors like him they're so good at using depth anyway yeah mm-hmm. do you know what i mean that when you go back and you take one of his shots you go oh look what spielberg did they he put this the in the shot. foreground he put this in the middle he put this in the background it looks beautiful you put that into three dimensions and it adds depth into the tv like if it's it's a, an aquarium wow. and it looks amazing so why Finding Nemo is so good. That is why Finding Nemo is so good. But it doesn't work for every movie. But I think the greats, I think the original Star Wars movies would look great. I think even though Robert Zemeckis is opposed to it, I think the Back to the Futures would be great. Yeah, if you yeah. had those uh, flame trails yeah. coming off the tires oh, in yeah. 3D, yeah. that would look so good. Really the cool. depth of that yeah. street with yeah. the dead end in the theater would look so good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The uh, really movie theater and the Indians coming at you would be so good. Native Americans, I'm sorry. Yeah, Native Americans. Man, I'm really sorry. That's okay. Um, guys, I never want to watch Flesh again. Me neither. Yeah. I don't want to watch anything by Morrissey, Paul Morrissey <laughs> ever again. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think, uh, I'll check. I don't think anything else that he made is on the list. Good. Let me check. Let's see here. Where's Flesh? Hang on a second. There it is. There, it's right there. Let's see here. Paul Morrissey, please. No. <laughs> like the silence. Uh, oh, this is great. We should let it sit way. in it. Hang All right. On, hang on. Yeah, it's, his uh, only it's the only movie on here. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. I don't know anything other than trash and <laughs> heat. Uh, just to sort of sum up, like we were saying, he I think He did direct that, heat with Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that the subject matter of this movie... Um, I just think that we've moved past it, and there should be other films that explore similar subject matter. We haven't seen Midnight Cowboy, and it's number 307. Yeah, I think there are better films that explore the yeah. same subject, yes. subject matter, but that I we think should this one, continue to look when back it says on. that it was Frank absorbing and surprised, I bet this was Frank about people's actual lives yeah. in 1968 that nobody was allowed to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, because that maybe because maybe because was. in 2018, I think we've all become a little bit more aware uh, and more empathetic towards people's lifestyles. I'm looking at this you movie say and I'm like, in 2018. Not... You say 2018 in Los Angeles, California, though. True. Yeah. We could True. show this to so many people, and it would still 200 be... miles. And the content here. would be what was problematic to them. Yeah, yeah not exactly. The, not the yeah. directing. In the, yeah, it's a, it's nice that we've we haven't we're not where we need to be, but that we've made some progress mm-hmm. so that you can be critical of this movie mm-hmm. uh, as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I won't seem like a, um, an ignorant uh, psychopath. Yeah. I'll just be mm-hmm. like, Oh, he's just snobby about movies. It I was am. just hard it's a, to watch. It's just hard to watch the movie quality itself. The cutting, yeah. the, the, the very sudden, just, you couldn't understand most of what was being the said. The sound also. was terrible. The acting was atrocious. And then, but we were saying that there would just be like, little short spans to where they would start saying something that's incredibly heavy. Yeah. And Jacob's like, I feel bad writing off and laughing at this movie <laughs> and how bad it is because, because they're yeah. saying yeah, there's such like, crazy shit. There's some important stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. But 
There's a there's different way to package be it. Other <laughs> yeah. ways to get that message. Yeah, out. I think yeah. if someone wrote this down, it'd be more effective. <laughs> and yeah, like we were saying earlier, I mean, again, I haven't seen Midnight Cowboy, but how do you get some of these messages to people that otherwise wouldn't be receptive towards them? I think you have to. You ease get them. Dustin Hoffman. You have yeah. studio yeah. money. You get yeah. John Voight. Yeah, you maybe have a character that's less slice of life and more like there's an arc. There's a, yeah. There's a yeah. lesson to be learned. There's a message that you can deliver. After you know, from beginning, middle to the end of a movie, no that, one's going to see this mm-hmm. that hasn't sought it out. Like you'd yeah. have to go to a specific kind of yeah. movie theater to watch this. Probably in 1968, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. it wouldn't be showing anywhere. Yeah, people have to feel comfortable to really be open to learning. And yeah, I don't think this movie allows you. It doesn't and, make like, you comfortable. It doesn't make you comfortable. Not in like an artistic like you right. should sit in this uncomfortableness. It makes you uncomfortable in like, oh. So, yeah, the, uh, I'm I'm losing my attention. I'm sort of yeah. agitated with not understanding mm-hmm. the narrative. It's the, just an, it's like annoying that. to watch. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Couldn't put the subtitles on because it's a VHS. A fucking VHS. Yeah. Also, it was on a VHS. Yeah. yeah. We've come a long way. We have. We have. Way to say that. And have Jake. we fallen? Uh, yes. What what a great way to sum up, Jake. I can never thank you enough for coming and watching this movie. Oh my god! Thanks for asking me. This, this was, was great. This was <laughs> I was so happy to do this. At the very least, we made plans to hang out again to watch yeah, other exactly. gooder. I would love that. Gooder movies. Gooder movies. Gooder yeah. movies. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Way oh, gooder please. than flesh. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Yeah, yeah. gooder than flesh. It's Good. way more gooder. Yeah. When you drive home, just remember, I didn't waste my morning. We're gonna hang out later and yeah, watch Blade exactly. Runner. This was not a waste. I enjoyed every minute. Set aside three hours to hang out later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, we ordered pizza, and you're like, "Thanks for getting pizza." Pizza. And we were like, Jake, we owe you 30 for- pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remind everybody, Jake, where people listening can follow you on the internet. And also, if they're in the LA area, check out some of your shows. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm at Wake Up with Jacob uh, on most. Jacation. Uh, oh, man. It is about hashtag Jacation time. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, My favorite time. On of most year. platforms. Mine, too. Uh, <laughs> check out the Meet Improv uh, podcast. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts and we're gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin and Monda Green is my Herald team and we're up Mondays at Hell UCB yeah. Franklin uh, that should cover it thanks for having me on sincerely gentlemen. this is great thanks for helping us start our thank you hashtag so Jcation right exactly yeah. Jcation baby great it's, it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> you better put that in the description for this episode hashtag yes, Jcation we will yes we will okay good uh, Keller what are we watching next week next week we are watching Rebel Without a Cause right there this movie is easy to fucking find and uh, it is way better than the guys, one we watched <laughs> you I missed it by a week huh you guys, yeah. yeah sorry man you guys can find it on, um, on you can rent it on Amazon and iTunes and different Filmstruck. places and it's for free on Filmstruck if you have that service, it's streaming there. And uh, yeah, James Dean, I've never seen it. I'm excited. I haven't either. And who's our guest going to be? Dave Reynolds. Dave Reynolds, improviser Dave Robot Reynolds. teammate. That's right. That's right. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So look out for that next week. And uh, thank you guys again for listening. Thanks again, Jake. Thank, thank you. you so much, Jake. Oh, thank you. Bye. <laughs>